Hello and welcome to episode one of Colony Drop. My name is Brian. My name is Isaac. And this is a podcast about the long-running anime series Mobile Suit Gundam. And anything related to Gundam, everything from models, the anime, the movies, the novels, the whole culture and meta-genre that is Mobile Suit Gundam. The whole shebang. All right, Isaac, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about how you can get into Gundam. If you're not too familiar with it, maybe a little bit, or maybe, you know, you've seen one episode and you're like, hey, I want more, but wow, this show's been going on for forever and there's tons of models and tons of movies. What do I do? Yes, I think that is the overall existential question about someone who wants to get into Gundam. You sit there and you think, what the hell do I do? This is overwhelming. Pretty much. I feel like there's a lot of franchises kind of like that right now. Like, you know, imagine like someone that wants to get to Star Trek. You're like, what do I do? Do I watch like those those series from like the, the 60s? Do I <laughs> do I just watch the new like, you know, Picard or Discovery ones? Or what do I do? You're, you're absolutely right. We have a lot of, I'll say, mature franchises that have been so long running now. They, they've almost reached the point where there's too much. You almost can't get into it. Or if you want to, you can't figure it out. And I think Gundam has probably approached that that level. Definitely. Um, but okay, let's see. Let's say I've never seen Gundam or I've seen like two episodes. I kind of have an idea. I just know that I like it. If I could tell somebody what to do in my shoes, I would say complete like one anime series. You know, it, the good thing about it is they're binge worthy because there's like 50 episodes, right? So you can yeah. lock it, knock it out in like a, you know, a month or depending on your schedule. Maybe you can do it just nonstop, you know, marathon it if you're like, you know, quarantine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is being recorded in the middle of, of quarantine in, in May of 2020. So it's the global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> You've got you may not have much else to do. Now might be the perfect time to get into a 40-year-old long-running series. Yeah. Let me just add to that, though. I guess it would depend how you get into it by what you like about Gundam. If you like the models and you're, you know, eh, the shows are okay, don't waste your time, you know, jumping into the shows and all that. Just focus on the models, you know, buy the different ones, look for the ones you like, put it together. If you really like, you know, the manga or whatever, start reading the mangas. There's tons of them. There's some in English, assuming you don't read Japanese. I don't read Japanese, <laughs> but they have them in English. Um, if you like the shows, there's tons of shows there's some that you could just jump into because they're kind of like one shot you know just 50 episodes um and there's some that are you know part of a universe or timeline that's been going on since the 1970s it's it's crazy yeah (laughs) yeah so why don't we back up a little bit for those who have never watched gundam or don't know much about it there is Gundam has different timelines, and most of those timelines are completely separate from each other, and they have nothing to do with each other. So if you like one series and it's in one timeline, that's great. You don't have to worry about what's in a lot of the other shows. But there is one, what we'll call main timeline, or or the original timeline at least, called the Universal Century, and that's where most of the, the filmed works take place in. So I think you can split up Gundam into those timelines and decide which ones of these do I like, which ones don't I like. I, I, maybe I'll focus my attention there you know, first. There's a few timelines that have multiple 
uh, series, but for the most part, UC is Universal Century or UC has the has the bulk of the series, and then most of the other timelines have one, maybe two or three shows. I almost feel like the other timelines are easier to get into. Like, okay, okay, there's a series series called Gundam Seed, right? Came out in I think like the 2000s, right? And more or less. Uh, yep, Seed came out in okay. 2002. It's pretty much a play-by-play, like act-by-act rehash of the original series. So the original series is about this event called the One-Year War. It was a war in space and Earth, blah, 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 giant robots fighting. Okay, pretty awesome. Gundam Seed is pretty much the same thing, but, you know, it's just two seasons more or less. There's Gundam Seed and there's Gundam Seed Destiny, and then that's it. They haven't really continued it. Sure, there's a few manga and all that, but you can just watch that, and that's a pretty good introduction, I feel like, into into Gundam. It's it's a well-done series. It's, it's, a, it's a fun ride, and I think that's good to jump into. The problem with jumping into a lot of the Gundam movies is that they usually came you know, after a series and sometimes lead up to a series. So there you're going to need a bit of like background information to fully understand what's going on. So what I did was I approached it from maybe four different ways of looking at it. I think the best way to get into Gundam, because you can, you can Google how to get into Gundam and get all kinds of YouTube videos explaining this is the best way, or this is, you know, you should watch this in this order. If you watch UC, do it in this specific order. Don't watch this before you watch that. I honestly think that the simplest way to get into Gundam would be to get into it like you're a kid. Meaning, go find a Gundam that you like the best, whether that's because you saw a model kit of it, whether you saw videos of that Gundam on YouTube, of some sort of other merchandise, and just go find whatever series that that Gundam is in and and watch that one because that's why you're that's why you're here you found a Gundam that you like and you may as well watch the one that you like not a different one that someone else told you that you should watch first yeah pretty much that's a good point also yes the original series is you know great and it started it all but some people just can't get into the older seasons or you know the series that were made Back in the the 70s, the 80s, you know, even the 90s maybe, especially if you're used to like, you know, modern animation style where everything's much more smooth, you might have a hard time, you know, with the, the style from back then. So if that's an issue, just skip it, you know, watch what you like, build the models you like, and that's it, you know, just have fun with Gundam. That's, that's really what you should do and jump in with both your feet and I think you'll really enjoy it. And plus that the first series, Mobile Suit Gundam, made in 1979. It's been around for 40 years. It's not going anywhere. It'll always be there if you want to come come back and watch it. So I think I think that's a good point. Some people have a problem with old old animation. Yeah. Do I think that's do I think that's limiting yourself? Probably a little bit. But I I respect that some people just they don't like it or they don't have they they don't have time to, to sit through it. So I I thought of that too. If you only want to watch new animation or newer animation, I would recommend that you watch uh, Gundam Unicorn. Because that's probably the, the most well animated Gundam show ever. <laughs> it's like the the Avengers of Gundam. Kinda. Yeah, that's that's your that's your Avengers Endgame in terms of uh, well, quality all the Avengers animation. movies together. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Maybe even any anime ever. I, I don't know. I can't think of one that has nicer animation. Uh, maybe there's some that are, that are on par, but it would be hard to think of one where I was like, oh, that was that definitely looked better. Yeah, we're pretty Gundam close Unicorn. to the top of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Gundam Unicorn, 
that takes place in Universal Century. Another good one that maybe maybe you don't want to watch Universal Century. Um, another good one is Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, that only, that yeah. only came out a few years ago, um, so it's still relatively new. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks great. Also widely available. It's a self-contained that, story too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So because it doesn't take place in the Universal Century, there's a lot less baggage. You don't need to know anything going into it. They introduce it all. Another recent example is Gundam Thunderbolt, uh, which also takes place in the Universal Century. It came out slightly after Unicorn. Um, I think starting in 27, no, yeah, 2015 through 2017. So that animation is also very, very high quality. It was released in the same format as Gundam Unicorn, uh, OVA or original video animation. Um, so those tend to have higher budgets and, and higher animation, whereas Iron-Blooded Orphans was a TV series. So it's not quite as good animation-wise, but it, um, yeah. because Iron-Blooded Orphans came out in, I think it was 2015 as well. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's around say, yeah. yeah, it's around the same time. So it's it's very modern. It, you know, it'll it'll look new. It'll look and feel new to you. The character designs are, you know, they don't feel dated. Like if you're watching something from uh, First Gundam or, or something from the 80s where you know, oh, big God. hair, big hair was a thing. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so some of us, some of us look upon that with nostalgia. Glam but, rock uh, pirates yeah. or pilots and stuff. <laughs> I could see how some people would be would be put off, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. So those those are the three I would recommend if if you're looking for you know shiny new animation with robots beating up each other. And then another way, if say you're 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 all in on this Gundam thing and you really want to get into the Universal Century. So then I thought there would be two ways to do it. The first way would be the, yes, I'm really serious about it, and I don't care what animation I watch. I want the full experience. And if that's the case, I think you have one path, and that that path starts with Mobile Suit Gundam from 1979, followed by Zeta Gundam from the early 80s, followed by Shars Counterattack from 1988, uh, which at the time was sort of the climax of the Universal Century saga. Followed by Gundam Unicorn, which is sort of a direct sequel, I guess. Pretty direct. Slightly different characters, but it's basically continuing the same story. Where um, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's Conspiracy Theory, which we will get to at some point. But Unicorn came out from 2010 to 2014, so the animation is, you know, as we just discussed, uh, very new, very pretty. But it's crazy to think about that you're continuing the story from 1979 in 2014. It stands um, the Gundam strength because it stands the test of time. The stories are very, they're the stories of, you know, kind of the, the main stories that all human societies have. Not to sound too, you know, <sighs> that, that doesn't sound too heavy than it is. All right. I mean, all right. These stories kind of have everything. Okay. They got like war and romance and revenge. There's like forgiveness. There's, you know, corruption, understanding, you know, the way the world works. There's, you know, the reality of just inequality and this, these stories have everything. So it's it's very much not so much glorifying war in the stories, but they usually almost focus around a, a peace message, a message of focusing on peace. Yeah, I agree. It might take a while to get to that peace. Usually the end of the series. Drops. Yeah, a few, <laughs> few colony drops, uh, a whole lot of thousands of wartime casualties. But, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe millions, but... You know, just a number. Yeah. Uh, in the Universal Century, those are some dated series. First Gundam is from 1979. Zeta is from 1985. Uh, there, there is actually a series that, you know, if you're real serious about Universal Century, you should watch after Zeta called Double Zeta. 
which is from uh, 86, 87. That one has its own set of baggage, which we'll talk about at a later date. That is a hard and then, watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm actually really liking the back half. Uh, well, the, the beginning half was oh, okay. uh, was rough, but uh, I think I appreciate it now on the rewatch more than I did when I initially tried to watch it. Because uh, it is it is pretty funny if you if you go into it knowing what you're getting into. And then Shars Counterattack from '88, but but I, I would say Shars Counterattack has fantastic uh, animation because that was a that's a full full length you know movie that was released in in theaters. I'll say it's very well done, but again, you'll know it's '80s animation when you're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's a little old, but I I still think it looks it looks great and overall holds up really well. Um, so that that's a and those are all full length series. So first Gundam is forty three episodes, Zeta is fifty, Zeta, uh, Double Zeta is forty seven. So that's a, that's a lot of old animation. So if you just want to maybe dip your toes in to the Universal Century, I would I would probably recommend the three shorter series that take place in the Universal Century from the nineteen nineties that have a lot uh, more noticeably newer animation than the series from the late seventies and eighties. Their animation still looks somewhat modern today, really so I think they're yeah. So I think it's it's an easier watch, especially Eighth MS Team, and uh, actually all three of them are are really really well done. And those are kind of the series that I think people like us got into Gundam with because they were shorter and Tell shown on Cartoon Network a lot more. What was that? Oh yeah, the first series is Eighth MS Team. It came out in 1996. It's 12 episodes. The it takes place in the Universal Century. Uh, during the one-year war at the same time as, as the first Mobile Suit Gundam series from 1979, just different location, different characters. Another one of those three series is 0080, War in the Pocket, uh, that came out in 1989. It's only six episodes. It has great animation, um, even though it was late 80s. Uh, very fluid animation in those in those fights. So it takes place at, basically at the end, of, towards the, the very end of the one-year war that was displayed in the, uh, or featured in the, in the first series. Again, different set of characters. There is a slight uh, connection, which is pretty cool, to the first series, if you've seen it. If not, you probably won't notice it. Um, and the last series, which is probably Isaac's favorite, I'll let you talk about that one. 0083 takes place technically after... Well, not technically. All right, it's a few years after the end of the original series, One Year War. But it's about kind of like this rebel group of the bad guys. They're trying to like continue this you know, project to kind of get back at the the federation that won the war and um it's about the it starts off with the theft of a mobile suit and it's pretty awesome it's not that many episodes definitely way less than most series most series are like you know kind of 50 ish um this one's like i think i said there are 20 episodes this one's 13 but you know what it's self-contained um it ends you know they, they pack everything up at the end it ends pretty finally and then um that's it, you know. You 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 start the series and it ends. There's no need to. There's no need to really know too much ahead of time. It's a series that I started watching, and that's actually kind of a good way to get into Gundam. You can just pick up whatever series you're currently watching, and then, you know, just let it kind of grab you and take you on. You know, you'll start kind of, you know, searching or googling, um, you know, who's this character or what are they referring to or. You know, this episode, what did that mean? And then you'll find out, oh, it actually means this. Or, oh, if you, you know, in the original series, it refers to this or whatever. Then after a while, you'll be like, hey, maybe I should watch the original series. Or, hey, maybe I should, you know, Google what actually happened at this battle or what this means. And it'll just kind of grab you and, you know, take you down the rabbit hole. 
Yeah, and we should mention that so 0083 came out in 1991, and I think it's uh, very apparent that 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 series was heavily influenced by <laughs> Top Gun, <laughs> which came out <laughs> in America in 1986. So I think I think that that style was was uh, popular at the time. Yeah, Code Rocky is no Maverick though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely no Maverick, but uh, I don't know. Just that the feel of, of 0083 is very Top Gun. So if you're if you're a Top Gun fan, 0083 maybe <laughs> where you want to start. So I think those those three series are are, are great um, introduction to the to Universal Century. You could watch mm-hmm. all three of those series, and it's still less than watching the original Mobile Suit Gundam. You'll you'll definitely get a sense of whether or not you want to invest more of your time in the Universal yeah. Century, particularly if you watch either Eighth MS Team or Double O Eighty Three. Yeah, I I agree, but um, let's see. I feel like I feel like so much of the UC is not so much dated but you know made pre-millennium <laughs> but, um, yeah well, i mean frankly it's dated yeah, right i mean it was made a long yeah. time ago if you aren't into that guess what there's plenty of other <laughs> plenty of other uh timelines in the uh the gundam universe that you should check out uh, there's c there's double o there's um oh boy i don't even know where to go uh, there's, there's, there's a ton. yeah yeah uh, there's, I mean, that, that's a, we can do a whole whole other show on timelines. Um, we don't have the time right now to go with timelines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think I think another easy way to approach getting into Gundam is seeing what is available to you today. Because even if you want to watch a show, if you have no access, like say you do a bunch of research on Universal Century and you decide that I want to watch, you know, uh, Victory Gundam, right? Well, guess oh. what? The only way you can watch Victory Gundam is on Blu-ray. That that's not on any streaming service, so I think maybe the easiest and best way to look at this is what is available to you uh, right now. So yeah. I, I I ventured down that path, and Isaac is staring at a large messy spreadsheet that I made as a result of going down that path, uh, which I'll clean up and and post. Uh, hopefully, it's useful to to someone out there. And I'm going to get into a whole bunch of observations based on what is available and how it's available that I think are are fun and informative but just based on what's available right now to to everyone i think your three best choices to get into gundam are eighth ms team iron-blooded orphans and gundam unicorn all three of which we we've already talked about um and they all have what i would consider to be great animation so do you have uh i guess do you have any additions to that thought I'm going to go with Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny just because they're self-contained series, you know, and they pretty much cover the one-year war or match the one-year wars, broad strokes, beat for beat. Um, you can pretty much watch that and then watch the one-year war and you're like, oh, these these were pretty similar wars. You know, they're just completely different universes. Let's Let's see if you keep that opinion after we discuss how Seed and Seed Destiny are available to you. True. So really, you're, it comes down to streaming and Blu-ray. So Gundam is actually fairly widely available on streaming, um, with the exception that there is no streaming service right now. That, it, And I, I guess I should back up and say all of this discussion is going to be based on the U.S. market. So I did, I did not check outside of the U.S. market. This is, this is aimed at someone living in the United States. So if, you, if you're yeah, not for, here, sorry about that. For but, all you uh, Japanese listeners, we're sorry. <laughs> 
they well i'm sure they have some way to watch it but, you're um, on your own <laughs> but here in here in here in america um there is no streaming service that will allow you to watch uh, the original mobile suit gundam zeta gundam double zeta or shars Counterattack, and and a lot of the other uh, older series as well. So that's sort of a shame. Um, I'm actually surprised that not one streaming service, particularly maybe Crunchyroll, which is somewhat, which is obviously an anime-focused uh, streaming service, I'm surprised that they, given the, the the amount of Gundam content they have, that they don't at least have, say, the original Mobile Suit Gundam compilation movies. So it's, it's a little surprising to me. So here's here's a summary of what is available as of May 2020. Netflix has Gundam Unicorn, the the OVAs, so basically like movie formats. There was, uh, I think, seven of them. Um, it was later repackaged into a television series, uh, but Netflix has the, the OVA version. And Netflix also has Iron-Blooded Orphans. So if you have Netflix, which chances are you do, probably at this point most people in America have access to Netflix somehow, you already have access to two of, I think, the series that we could both agree are pretty great entry points. Um, yeah. Unicorn has a lot of baggage, I guess, because it, you know, it, it does. It is a direct sequel to all of the the older series. But in terms of animation quality, I mean, that's just a fun watch. So, if you have unmatched. Netflix, yeah. yeah. So I think if you have if you have Netflix, you're kind of set. Those are the only two Gundam series that it that it has, but they're both great. So for now, <laughs> for now, uh, on, God, if you have I'd Hoop, love to see Gundam Build Fighters on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we, that Gundam Build Fighters is available. Not, we're, on, we're Netflix. Getting, on, Netflix. not on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Hulu, uh, you have a, a bit of a wider selection. Uh, you have Gundam Wing, uh, which was really big. That was basically what got Gundam big in in America in the Let late me explain 90s. why. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain why to our listeners. All right. If you were growing up in, like, you know, the 90s, up to maybe the early 2000s, boy bands were like the biggest thing in America as far as like, you know, music and stuff. There was like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and, you know, all the other B-list type uh, boy bands. So the the makers of Gundam thought it'd be a great idea to make a series that was pretty much a boy band series. <laughs> and boy, did they <laughs> boy did they make their boy band. Uh, Gundam, the- <laughs> Gundam, Gundam Wing, sorry, is like... Oh, there's like five pilots and they're like young men, they're boys and they're, you know, they pretty much do everything except like sing. <laughs> <laughs> All the Gundam Wing fans are just going to, they're going to hate you now. For, yeah, probably. Forever and ever. Yeah. But, call, call me Ramafeller Foundation. <laughs> but if you've listened to episode zero, you'll know that I think uh, Isaac's first model kit was a was a Gundam Wing model kit. So, it actually so was mine actually. Yeah. So I think even though we may not be... Wing may not be our favorite series today. I think we we owe Gundam Wing a, a bit of a bit of gratitude. Be kind to us, yeah. Gundam Wing fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also on Hulu, Hulu has Eighth MS Team. They are the only streaming service that has Eighth MS Team. So, you know, uh, I think both of us have said how much we like Eighth uh, MS Team. So I, I think Hulu having that is really unique, and there must be someone at Hulu who really enjoys AFMS team because it's they don't random. it is it is really random like they don't have they don't they're not carrying war in the pocket or um well, I'm sorry double 80 war in the pocket or double 83 stardust memory right. they, they don't have those you would think that it would be negotiated as a, as a package of the three you think uh, someone would have it yeah you would think but but no they, they just have AFMS team I, I get the sense that there was some guy at hulu who's in charge of acquiring that content, he was like, no, nah, I really, I want 8th MS team. I'm like, I'm not doing this deal without 8th well, okay. MS team. So, 
Hang on a second. Let me let me put more to theory. Okay, so a lot of these shows were also shown on television, like, you know, on Cartoon Network and stuff, right? Yeah, most of these were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm thinking the rights were sold after that ended to different, I guess, mother companies, more or less. And then that's what causes those shows to, rather than be grouped together, you know, one ends up on Hulu and then, you know, the window gets open for some to go on Netflix or whatever. You're probably right to some extent. I mean, I I have I won't say where I work, but I happen to work in the media industry, and media rights are uh, very messy uh, most of the time. So, so it, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be surprising that a lot of this is is happenstance as well. But but it is as messy I, as cleaning up a colony drop. <laughs> no, nothing is nothing is that messy. <laughs> By Sydney. <laughs> By Dublin. Them too. Uh, <laughs> Um, but anyway, Hulu having 8th MS team I think is is pretty cool. Uh, Hulu has Gundam Seed, but they do not have Gundam uh, Seed Destiny, the sequel. That's forgivable. And you know why, listeners? Because Gundam Seed is superior to Gundam Seed Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I believe... I'm going to double check this. Uh-oh. Uh, yep. So, so gu- the Gundam Seed on Hulu... Is sub only. That's and, a crime. <laughs> and we and we are gonna get to why a little bit later. Uh, Hulu also has Gundam Double O, which is another pretty modern series. Uh, Gundam Double O came out in two thousand seven, two thousand seven to two thousand eight. Well yeah, it's yeah, it's mostly, mostly well right. done. Yeah, I, I would think I would, and I don't want to speak for you, but I think you would agree with me that we would both probably recommend Gundam Double O. Uh, right after, or maybe even right before Iron Blooded Orphans, given how new it is, if it wasn't for the the movie. The movie is almost optional, though. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it, almost it optional. It should yeah. be optional. Yeah. Um, Hang on, let me give listeners a quick, quick reason, <laughs> quick, quick background on why. Okay, Gundam, unlike most sci-fi, there are no aliens. Okay, there's not, you know, green aliens show up, and then you know, humanity has to work together to like learn their technology or fight their tripods or whatever right that never happens in Gundam the bad guys are humans the good guys are humans it's a human story for whatever reason they decided to throw that out the window with like the Gundam 00 movie and aliens show up and it is just not a good movie not a good conclusion to the 00 story it was certainly a different experience that that's where I'm gonna leave it for tonight. Because we'll, we'll definitely. That movie? If you're a listener and you like that movie, please comment and tell us why. <laughs> I don't. I don't personally know anyone who enjoyed the film, but I'm sure there are a legion of fans. Who? Uh, I I don't know. Again, I've never met anyone, but I'm sure. I'm sure they have. I'm sure the movie has its fans. I mean, someone has to like it. Even though we personally didn't the enjoy animators? it, um, the writer. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on on the Gundam Double O movie. It's someday. Um, I hope it's clear by now to our <laughs> listeners that we're not like blind fans. You know, we don't just eat up whatever they put out. Like the, Gundam isn't you know a perfect franchise. It's it's fun and great, but oh boy, <laughs> sometimes it's not good. So, yeah, sometimes there's. You know, some interesting ones mixed Sometimes in. Sometimes silver space alien. And I will say this, where Gundam 00 is available for streaming, I don't believe the movie is available on those services. 
Sometimes you get a Gundam Double O. Sometimes you get a G Savior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're getting a G Savior too. Don't worry. Uh, so in addition to Double O, uh, Hulu has the Unicorn OVAs, just like Netflix does. Uh, in addition to the Unicorn OVAs, Hulu also has the uh, Origin OVAs. So what is Origin? Mobile um, Suit Gundam: The Origin is an ad- adaptation of the, a manga of the same name. Those uh, Origin OVAs were released in 2015 to 2018 there were six ovas it was later repackaged into a tv series of uh, 13 episodes in 2019 and so those are sort of a prequel i'll say mostly to the uh, the original mobile suit gundam series so the animation is super nice super crisp but it's not quite as far along in the timeline um, so you won't see like too much of you know hardcore Anything. gundam fighting <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah you won't see the actual meat of the war you know yeah I would go back and watch that last. Probably wouldn't be the first thing I watch if I'm trying to watch Gundam. But um, it's it's right. it's super it's super interesting watch if you've been into Gundam for for a little bit. Yeah, it's the it's the Rogue One of Gundam, more or less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And I think <laughs> I think I speak for most Gundam fans, or at least Universal Century fans, when I say that one day we hope that the the original series is re, you know, is redone in the or in the origin OVA style. Um. Why think, not? There's no reason not to. Just yeah, make it. Yeah. It would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be so. It would make Gundam, I think, so much more accessible. Because right now, dense it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because right now we're we're talking about how to get into this 40 year old series. Right. And I have no I have no great way to convince someone to go watch uh, the original series. When I feel like that's where someone should should start, they should just be able to go watch Mobile Suit Gundam. But because it's 40 years old, it has old animation, it turns people off, which is unfortunate. Because I still think it's one of the best series. It is, but you have to get to the point in Gundam where you're like you're interested enough that you'll see oh, it. So, right. And now there's so many things there. That, yeah, exactly. And there's so many things competing for people's attention today that it's hard to convince someone, uh, especially a young person, to go right. do that. Back in the day when gun when <laughs> when we were just we little lads at Catholic school, <laughs> we had the time to yeah, watch we, all these we anime. Did. We did, yeah. But now there's you know 50 anime on Netflix that you can watch with the press yeah. of a button. So convincing them to go watch an old one is almost impossible. So Netflix and Hulu, the, I mean, those are two things. You know, you probably have one of those. Um, there are some some additional streaming services that I looked into that have Gundam. So there's Crunchyroll, which is probably you know, if you're if you're an anime watcher, you might have Crunchyroll. They have a big selection as well. They have the, actually have the biggest selection. They have Mobile Fighter G Gundam, which I uh, which Isaac is maybe not the biggest fan of, but I love. I can't stand it. I love <laughs> Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Um, it has Gundam Wing, Crunchyroll, much to Isaac's uh, uh, pleasure, has both Seed and Seed Destiny. Hey. Again, sub only. Oh. <clears throat> Gundam Double O, but not the Gundam Double O movie. At least I didn't see it on there. Thank God. <laughs> and then this is what I think is really interesting. Uh, Crunchyroll has the Unicorn TV series and the Origin TV series. So, again, Hulu has the Origin and Unicorn OVAs, whereas Crunchyroll has the TV series, which is interesting. So, again, plays into the whole you know media rights thing. I can license this to... Going on? I can license this format to this person uh, and I can license the other format to this, to the other person. Exclusivity is a big thing in media rights. And um, I have a feeling some, something like that's going on there, but, uh, and Crunchyroll also has iron blood orphans. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I should drop in Funimation's streaming service. Um, they they have Iron Blooded Orphans and they have the Origin TV series, uh, just like Crunchy Rolls or Crunchy Roll, just like just like Crunchy Roll. Um, and then let's not forget YouTube, the official Gundam uh, YouTube channel, Gundam Info. They have Seed and Seed Destiny, sub only, and not in HD. So to summarize on Seed, because Isaac believes that that is a great jumping on point, you it can is. get you can get say. <laughs> you can get Seed on Hulu, but not Destiny and sub only in HD. You can get Seed and Seed Destiny on YouTube, but not in HD sub only, and you can get Seed and Seed Destiny on Crunchyroll, but sub only, but in HD. So I know that's complicated, and we'll get to why a little bit later. So that about... Oh, and on YouTube, uh, I shouldn't... I don't want to forget this, because we both like the Build Fighter series, which is really unique. Um, why don't you tell them a little bit about the Build Fighter series? Build Fighters is kind of... I don't, it's like meta. <laughs> okay, yep. so it's its own little universe. You don't need to watch previous series to know about it or to enjoy it. It's about a world where people build Gundam models and then they put them in like this little toy arena, this like hologram thing, and then they fight. So it's it's a lot like almost like a, a Pokemon kind of take on Gundam where like, you know, instead of trainers, you have like builders and like they, you know, each one has their own kind of personality that they put into their model. And I mean, they're actually like little toy models, you know, the ones you buy. And then they like, you know, put them in their little battle arena and, you know, they duke it out. So it's about this, you know, the main character, he's kind of like on his way to try to, uh, you know, go to a tournament. And um, it's about his adventures on the way there with his, you know, model and how he upgrades it and all that to make it a better fighter in the uh, their game arena. So it's pretty fun. It's a very fun, lighthearted kind of uh, take on the uh, on, on Gundam. It's, you know, there's no, you know, civilians being butchered and <laughs> you know, <laughs> billions of people being killed by super weapon kind of Gundam take. No, no, no. This is, you know, this is, this is much more even kid friendly, you can say, or just any, everybody friendly. Um, I, I, I would really, say I would I really, say it's kid friendly for yeah, sure. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it. If, I don't know if it would be like the first thing I would recommend someone watch. But if if you've watched like two or three Gundam series, I think it's 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 a it's a really fun yeah. self self referential like watch full of full of Easter eggs from other from other Gundam series, which right. I think you'll you'll get a kick out of if you actually. If you if you're a fan that's like really focused on the battles, this is almost a series for you. This and actually, you know, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, just because it's all battle. I mean, there's there's not going to be you know a bunch of political discussion or you know intrigue and plots. There's what would be the point? They're playing they're playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and they the battles are actually really cool in Build Fighters awesome. because uh, they're not limited by the technology in one in one timeline um, because these. Because the characters live in a in a series or in a universe much like ours, where, well, with the exception of having like this magical Gundam model fighting device, yeah. um, you know, they 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 have access to all of the series and they've they've watched all the series. So they when they customize their their models, they they pull parts from all the different series. So if you wanted to, if you ever wanted, if you ever thought to yourself, well, I like this Gundam, but I like that one, but they're in, you know, they were made, or they're in the same timeline, but they're 50 years apart, or or they're in two different three different series you know the kid might just put all the parts from all three of the ones you like into one gundam uh which is which is pretty fun and pretty satisfying pretty awesome yeah so that so they youtube the official account 
uh, for Gundam Gundam Info, they have Build Fighters, Build Fighters Try, uh, Build Divers, uh, and the build the second Build Divers um, uh, show, which is called Re Rise. I haven't actually watched that, uh, Divers or whatever Re Rise is, but uh, Build either. Yeah Build Fighters uh, was followed by um, Build Fighters Try, which was a sequel. Uh, and then I think there were like one or two Build Fighters movies, which I haven't actually seen. There's one called, uh, which I think is hilarious, called um, Build Fighters GM's Counterattacks. Clearly a play on uh, <laughs> Char's Counterattack. I think it involves a whole bunch of GMs. Uh, Why which not? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can tell they're, they're having fun with that one. Uh, then I think Build Divers is yet another series in the same, <clears throat> in the same uh, timeline. Recommend all those shows, especially because they're free on YouTube. You can go watch them right now. Go check them out. So that that concludes my summary of what's available. Uh, most people are going to subscribe to at least one of those, I think, at this point, especially during quarantine, because you got nothing else to do. But again, I think the glaring omission is that there is no platform to watch the original Mobile Suit Gundam, Zeta Gundam, and Char's Counterattack, and a lot of the other UC, uh, UC series, which a lot of us uh, who've been into Gundam for a while would say are maybe some of the better series. Um, you know, we could we could argue what's what's the best, but they're definitely, I would say, some of the better ones. I'd say they're not only some of the better ones, but they're the ones you're glad they're accessible. You know, other ones maybe they had like a bigger impact on a timeline, but they're not necessarily easy to watch. Or if you're just getting started, probably not the best choice. <laughs> yeah, something like Victory Gundam's, you know, further out in the in the timeline in Universal Century. Um, Zeta's it's, pretty awesome, but you don't need to watch it right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Please <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> it's heavy. <laughs> don't watch That's it like right, at, right after watching Build Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings me to the uh, second way to watch Gundam right now, which is Blu-ray. And we're actually going to cut it there and leave the Blu-ray portion for episode two. Uh, so like, comment, subscribe. Tell us how you would recommend to get into Gundam. And we'll see you on the next episode of Colony Drop. Until then, keep those Minovsky reactors warm.